for wrestling diehards only, this is the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast on IdahoSports.com. Hey, that's right. Welcome in. It is the season finale edition of the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast on IdahoSports.com. A little Monday night wrestling for you. Uh, typically, we do this on Tuesday nights, but we have another state tournament preview show for another sport that we've got to do tomorrow night. So we bumped it up to Monday and just looking at the number of people that are tuning in tonight. Thank you to everybody that's here. This is by far our most popular prep cast we do on IdahoSports.com, and you guys are crushing it again tonight. So as you are watching on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter account, or Instagram account. That's right. We're on Instagram tonight as well. You can also tune in on the Idaho Wrestling News Facebook page. And as you're hanging out tonight, not everybody's going to be able to make it live. A lot of people are going to want to tune into this uh, throughout the week. So while you're hanging out tonight, if you can hit that like button and then share this when we're all said and done, it'll help everybody else find this on replay a little bit easier amongst all the social media stuff going on. And as always, we want you in the chat participating with your comments, your questions, your shout outs. You throw it in the chat. We'll throw it up on the screen and take your questions live. All right. My name is Brandon Bainey. Let's bring in our experts tonight. Uh, we'll, we'll see if he's here from the Treasure Valley. Coach Al Fontes, right before I hit go live, all I heard Al say was, hey, uh, are you guys having internet problems? Because I am. So, Al, are you with us? I'm here. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, I'm great. Hey, those are the words nobody wants. No host wants to hear right before they're sent to go live. I'm having internet problems. <laughs> I know. What are you going to do? Oh, Al. How you doing? Uh, uh, fantastic. Al, you did a great job with your state tournament previews last week. You, you presented all of the data, all of the returning placers, the team favorites. And I got to say you were pretty spot on with your assessments in terms of team favorites, uh, dark horses, individuals to keep an eye on. It was pretty good. And of course, we'll get to all of that here in just a moment. But first, let's also bring in tonight, Brian Zollinger. Brian, what's going on? What's going on, diehards? Here we go, huh? Here we go. Final show of the regular season and already the chat blowing up here. Travis Tyler from Sandpoint. What a great weekend. It was phenomenal. Um, usually we start the show with the best thing that we saw from the week that was. I always let you guys go first, but tonight I'm going to bat lead off and take the easy one here. How about that tie between Minico and Bishop Kelly for the state championship? How fitting was it? We talked about this going in, that these two were as evenly matched as you could possibly be. Two totally different strategies on how you're going to try and win state. And Brian, uh, no tie-breaking procedure in place. And so th this like never happens. Uh, very unusual, but they're co-champions. Yeah, it, that was amazing. I, you know, that I, I won't say you stole my thunder. But I'll go a little further with that. Is, is what was fun was to see uh, those two teams know it. You got to the Martino match, and you saw Martino trying to pick up those bonus points, trying to increase the lead, and then Skellinger doing it. I mean, that was just some heads-up wrestling by Martino, Skellinger, and then Thompson picks up the pin. And then, of course, Vale from Minico comes back and gets the pin. And, and, and you know, even uh, Twist against Skellinger trying not to give up the major decision. That, that was a lot of fun watching that come down to the wire like that. And just the headsy wrestling, the coaching, just great job by both teams. 
Yeah, Al, the coaches have to be on point knowing and they are calculating in real time. Okay, what's our point total? What do we need to do? Uh, It was fascinating to see the coaching staffs go back and forth between Minico and Bishop Kelly as well. No, they were within striking distance the whole tournament. Like um, like Brian was saying before, you know, you do the math and you look at all the seeds. Okay, here's going to be the score, 120, 120, but what's the variables? Who's going to score? pinpoints, uh, bonus, what seconds are going to rise. Obviously, Minico had more seconds uh, placed than Bishop uh, Kelly, but they had, you know, uh, about seven guys make the finals, plus their heavyweight rose to the occasion and a few other kids rose to the occasion. And you can just see the team unity, The uh, you know, they kept winning the close matches. So um, it was great for wrestling to watch that. Fantastic. Here's Lane Baker. Way to go, Minico. There needs to be a tie-breaking procedure. Yeah, that's uh maybe we can brainstorm how how it just doesn't happen that often, but when it does, I you're like, the coaches oh, should wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Here's the thing, too. I think that's the first time since 1969 that they had a tie, but we have to also realize that the teams for third place tied as well. And the fifth place team was only a half a point from them. So I 3A was one of the best wrestled divisions when it came to, uh, uh, you know, the scores being tight like that. It was incredible. Mathematically, I don't know what the probability would be to reach that conclusion of 248 to 248 and have two teams tie for third. That's incredible. Um, just yeah. great wrestling. Yep. And here's HA coach Wrestleoff. I love that idea. LOL. That's funny. Uh, okay. Br- <laughs> Brian, what outside of Minico and BK, what was the best thing that you saw from this past weekend at state? You know, just the class all together, the way everyone, there were some tough defeats, tough, tough defeats that, that Malad, um, Drake Morrison's match. He was up big number one seed and gets pinned in the third place. And just to see the way he took that loss. And then there were several others in the finals. I mean, so many close matches and just to see these kids in the class act, they are when they, you know, lost and walked off the mat with their heads held high. Overall, I thought that was just wonderful throughout the tournament. Al, best thing you saw. It was a multitude of kids that have been climbing that ladder of success throughout the year, coming up short some of the times, but really putting it together at the state tournament. There were several kids that were beating them before into the medal matches. So just kudos to all those wrestlers that were patient and uh, sort of went over that hump and met their goals. That was There was a lot of that going on, so that was great to see. Yep. In the chat, Billy and Chelsea Brown, good job to all the placers this past weekend. We focus, of course, on on ones and twos, but, you know, even the fives and sixes are crucial uh, when it comes to state. So great job, everybody there. Lynn, representing the Post Falls Trojans tonight. Yeah. Hey, let us know where you're tuning in from uh, as you're in the chat here. We love to hear where everybody is watching from. So Lynn, of course, representing Post Falls. Uh, Coach Nider, go Idaho Falls Tigers. And now we're starting to get some of the uh, the shout-outs here. Uh, Birdwatcher says, shout-out to Gracie Price on your second-place finish. Tiffany and Brian, congrats to the Meridian Warriors and their 5A record fourth straight title. Stefan Ponch say, let's go Fruitland Grizzlies. Uh, great 3A performance from them. Uh, Travis, shout-out to you, Al. Thank you for everything you've done. So, Thank you. It's for the kids, for the sport. Love being here. Thank you. Yep. 
Uh, Megan says, shout out to bracket buster Jace Hendren at 5A132, seeded 15th, took third. Brian, we had a lot of um, lower seeds topple higher seeds um, across the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, that's always fun to watch at the state tournament. It happens every year, and I haven't looked to see if that was the highest of 15 taken third, but I think it it, it probably was. It's got to be. I can't think off the top of my head of one that was higher. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't finished all the stats, but in the 5A, there was five non-seeded wrestlers that uh, that placed uh, in the top six, so just approximately 6% were non-seed, meaning they weren't in the top eight. Yeah. And, and yeah. Once you get outside of eight, right. It's all unseated, yeah. but you can kind of figure out what your seat is based upon who you're lined up against in the bracket. Um, Annie says great state tournament. Once again, congratulations to all Ryan. Congratulations to Jacob Blanford, one sixty five a and Trevor Panter one Oh six three a, um, here is bird watcher. I was talking about the one sixties. Yeah, that was a good yeah. one, right? Yeah. yeah, I knew it was going to be a good one. Didn't disappoint. Epic battle for sure. Birdwatcher, the 100-pound freshman girls are bad bleep. <laughs> if you want to know they what did. he said, you can tune into the video. <laughs> they didn't disappoint, I'll tell you that. We have a bright future in the girls' division. Yes, uh, it, it was a fun uh, showcase for uh, girls wrestling statewide uh, this past weekend. Um, Michelle, shout out to Zoe Ortiz, second place at 132 in the girls' division. Um, here's Sam, our uh, IdahoSports.com super fan, North Idaho uh, resident. Hi, Brandon. Hi, Coach Al. Hi, Brian. Hey, Sam. Good to have you on tonight. Uh, Thomas, shout out to Ty Webster, 126 pounds from Fruitland, coming in unseated and placing fourth and scoring 18 points for his team as a senior, lost in the blood rounds. The previous years al this is what you're talking about here these stories of redemption of climbing that ladder and maybe state didn't go the way you wanted to last year you put in the work you dedicate yourself it pays off in your senior season that's it there was a lot of that happening in all the different divisions i saw it in the girls 2a uh, 1a all the way up to 5a there was a lot of kids that were rising to the occasion which is what sure. you love to see yep um jacqueline's here tonight representing the post falls trojans of course here's nate googleman go beeves that's american falls eric says go lakeland hawks kendra representing the thunder ridge girls mike santos says go tigers a lot of tigers <laughs> in, yeah. the, uh, in the field right that's always the most common um let's see blaze says go lakeside knights blaze plays that other winter sport um, that we don't talk about and congratulations blaze and your teammates are going to state in that, in that sport. Um, but we talked about it last week, right? Lakeside had some state qualifiers for the first time in, in like 20 years. So it was pretty remarkable to see there. Um, Nate says, shout out to Francisco Barola, 16 seed to third at three, a one Oh six. Jacob says Logan Shaver making the finals going up four weights this year. How impressive from That's this impressive. young gun. Yep. Uh, IF Tigers, Mike Santos. I, I was just giving you a hard time. I was just giving you a hard time with that, Mike. Uh, Kevin says, way to go. Gabe Muhlenberg, three-time finalist from Glens Ferry. Go Pilots. Jody, shout out to Raylan O'Connor, girls 100-pound state champ from Salmon. Al, that was a gauntlet of a bracket. And, and uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, she looked tough. And another one, uh, that's 100s, correct? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no, she she looks solid. There were some really talented girls in that weight. Uh, in fact, they had, I think, three freshmen placed in that weight. So very impressive. I watched some of her matches. So kudos to her. She has yep. a bright future. For sure. We were talking about the lowest seeded winner um, or, to, or placer. Um, American Falls 106, seeded 16th, took third. That's from uh, Anthony Freeman. Uh, Tiffany and Brian, congrats to Talia Nichols winning 114 girls over Joe Lee Slider. Awesome job. Al, when I saw this come across, this this opened my eyes a little bit. This was a well-fought match. Um, I, I kind of thought Joe Lee Slider, you know, was the favorite coming in. Um, and congratulations to Talia Nichols for pulling it off. No, she is a favorite. She's a true champion. Uh, win or loss, she's a true champion. Great character. Um, she was the favorite. Talia's wrestled her a couple of times. Now, Talia was a U14 national champ. She didn't wrestle last year. Something happened before districts where uh, she couldn't compete. So she, this is her first state tournament. But she's wrestler. It was a great, uh, well-coached match. I'm sure they're going to wrestle again. So I see a great rivalry. But uh, both champions in my 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 eyes. Uh, uh, Jolie, uh, it, was, uh, it was a good match. She went after her. But nonetheless, uh, both uh, stand-up athletes. And Brian, that's that's what makes the all classification format so difficult. You got to beat the best of the best to win it all. It, it is, and it's getting tougher and tougher. I mean, percentage-wise, it, it would be hard to split girls right now. But percentage-wise, it's getting tougher and tougher to be a girls' state champ than it is boys, just because of the divisions. I mean, next year for over a thousand. Uh, percentage-wise, your odds as a, a girl now are less. So it won't be long before we split those. I see discussion online already This after the state tournament. People think it should be split. We'll get there. We'll get I'd there. say about two or three years. What do you think, Brian? I mean, we still got to grow overall in the overall uh, weight groups, right? Yep. Yep. I, I agree. I mean, you couldn't split it in four divisions right now. Um, you know, you could maybe split it in two, but how do you do that? I mean, it, it's tough. Yeah, where's that cutoff line, right? That's yeah. that's a tough one for sure. Uh, Crystal says, shout out to Bracket Buster Hunter Gamble, 2A138, 15 seed. Took out the two seed in the first match. That is an upset, Brian. It was. Yeah, absolutely. And there was a couple of those, so it was crazy. Even in the girls, some number one seeds uh, lost. So um, you got to be there to wrestle. Seeds are only uh, seeds are like something on a chalkboard. You can erase it, but once you do it, it's in stone. So, um, great wrestling. Got to be ready that day. For sure. Amy Soda Springs took five boys, one girl, brought home four medals. Proud of our Cardinals. Al, just in terms of pure efficiency, in terms of athletes that came home with with medals, that might be tough to beat. That's four out of six. That's pretty good. That's a a high percentile, yes. No, very impressive. Um, You know, when you look at all the – the team scores in the girls, I believe uh, Thunder Ridge uh, won it. They had one champ, five placers, whereas uh, the fifth place team had a one champ and three placers. So the average was three to five places for the top five teams. So, um, you know, I think they're on the rise if they're placing that many kids. So we'll probably see more of them in the years to come. Yeah, and and efficiency on the girls' race, Bonner's Ferry taking third. I mean, that oh, you know, that, wow, yeah, that, that was some efficiency there. They came in and got it done. And you know, uh, we, we had them just outside the top three, but they were super efficient, had two freshmen medal, I think. Um, so that was some efficiency on Bonner's Ferry girls' part, too. 
Yeah, here's Ryan Skaggs, our North Idaho broadcaster. Congrats all North Idaho champs. And then he says, small schools exist. That was as a win for the small schools when Bonners Ferry took third out. That was huge. Yeah, and in Bonners Ferry, they had a, a gal, Aubrey Wells, took second. She made the finals, and she beat the number one seed in round one. And uh, she just – she was tough. But she wrestled Rihanna Walter in the finals, uh, the number three seed. And uh, it was a good match. But nonetheless, uh, Bonners Ferry's – I was impressed with that team. Yeah, really fun to watch. Corey says, congratulations, Aaron Peterson, 5A Coach of the Year. Well-deserved, representing the Madison Bobcats there. Here's another Glenn's Ferry shout-out from Kevin. Vanessa Ortiz knocking out the returning state champ at 107. Go Pilots. Uh, Hunter Beidelman, shout-out to the 98-pounder Ryan Herchert on his second state title. Uh, James yep, says, go Teton. Fulmer hit 300 takedowns in the finals match. Riker Fulmer, uh, he's been a stud all year, Brian. It's seriously dominant. I mean, I, what did he have? Two, pit, two techs and two pins in the tournament? I, mm. I mean, do, just dominant. One of, uh, what, four undefeated wrestlers in the state this year. I think there were maybe four, two girls and two boys possibly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, amazing season, amazing career, really. But to, he just marched his way through it. It was impressive. Has he, yeah. has he committed anywhere? Not that I'm aware of, no. You know, college coaches need to take note. That kid's solid. There's a lot of potential in him. So if he decides to go to the next level, I, I think he can have a pretty good career. Without Big. a doubt. Big potential for sure. I got an email earlier today, gentlemen, speaking of just sheer dominance in the bracket. I got an email from TJ Jones, one of the coaches from Mountain View. Um, he wanted to give a shout out to the Maverick wrestlers that went and competed um, at 5A. Uh, Shiloh Jones, of course, um, he didn't give up a point as he dominated the 5A championship uh, at the heavyweights. Um, he also finished uh, benchmarked 168 high school wins in his career Saturday. That's not counting any post or preseason competitions. And he sent along a picture too from earlier this year when he crossed the 150 win threshold. That's cool. That's a cool banner. They got made up for him. That's pretty sweet. Gosh, look yeah, at that. to see Shiloh at the next level, North Dakota state. Here we go. Look at that stare in the banner too, bro. Uh, Al, that's intimidation right there. No, I mean, yeah, I've said it before. Shiloh has wrestled in every competition in the country, whether it's Walsh, Ironman, Fargo, Folk Style, U.S. Open Nationals. He's got 11 All-American honors. He's been in the gauntlet wrestling the best heavyweights in the country. And then plus you add Aiden McGinnis, who's his workout partner, who uh, made the state finals and first-time placing. Uh, he's just been surrounded by some of the best competition uh, I'll miss watching him in high school, but I look forward to seeing him in college. Yep. <clears throat> Idaho's heavyweights are just dominant. I mean, you had Shiloh. Oh, yeah. I think overall the tournament, Nathan Willoughby from New Plymouth, had the shortest amount of time wrestled in the tournament. I think he wrestled for a total of two minutes and 30 seconds. The entire <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, hum. You know, he just <laughs> went after people, man. But yeah. these kids are doing the summer wrestling, right, Brian? I mean, they've been yeah. putting in the time, and, uh, you know, yeah. they're battle-tested. Great, great wrestlers. And he's going to what Maine Maritime Academy? Yep. Division three program. So I got to talk to him a little bit. Plus, he's a football player too, right? right? Going to be yeah, a dual wow. sport in college. That's going to be a fun watch too. Great kid. Respect him. Uh, very respectful kid. I wish him the best. 
Yeah, absolute stud for sure. Uh, a couple more Mountain View shout outs here from Coach Jones. Um, Aiden McGinnis, who got to the finals, uh, sidelined last year as the number three <clears throat> heavyweight from Mountain View. Uh, responded this year as a district finalist, state finalist as well. Troy Grizzle, 5A 220, the number one seed in the district champ from District 3. Uh, this was a bummer, Brian. Broke his arm during warm-ups. And- I, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't believe that. I've never in my life seen that. And, you know, no. you see the hubbub, the ambulance the coming down, and you're going, what's going on over there? And yeah. somebody told me, I, that's just heartbreaking. So Yeah, he's a great kid, too. I felt really bad for him. He's been working hard. But, yeah, like you said, Brian, that was a, that was a fluke. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't good. But, nonetheless, I wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. he, he he was actually in surgery during the finals. Is doing okay, um, and and you wondered, you know, Troy had beaten the opponent he was set to face. He had beaten him twice during the season, including just a week ago at districts. And I don't know, it changes the course a little bit without him in there. But you have to yeah. line up and face who you face. So uh, yeah, it was and a Cash bummer. Weeks is a tough kid too. I mean, he was number three C returning placer, and uh, I, I it would have been a great match. Uh, even a kid from Madison, that was a pretty good weight. So, yeah, yep. I just hope he's well. Yep. And the final Mountain View shout out to Ian Avalos, ninth grader, district champ, and 126 finalist. Uh, future is bright with that one. Ian Avalos on the boys' side as a freshman. So those are some of the Mountain View shout outs um, we had there. Uh, let's see more shout outs, guys. Uh, Clifford says Sam Buck for a 285 champ and only his third year wrestling an absolute stud on the mat and on the football field. And Ryan says, uh, Carter Vanek from Lakeland at four, a 285 took first as a first year wrestler. Heck of a way to start a career. (laughs) That's pretty impressive. (laughs) That's, that's some talent for sure. Al, that's not the recommended route, but you know, if you can pull it off, cool. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I mean, I've seen bull, bull, bull riders come out for wrestling in first year do well, man. They're just used to that tough stuff. So you just never know. Um, yeah. But yeah. For sure. Guys in the chat from Minico. Hi, Garrett Vale. Hey, how's it going, guys? Garrett, you've been here every single week throughout the season. I just want to say congratulations. You performed outstandingly well at state. Um, and it was so fun watching you compete all year long, Garrett, for sure. So pretty, pretty amazing that, that pin in the finals. I mean, that's that without that, it's not the tie. And so yeah, good work, Garrett. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. That yeah. was, that was the story, right Al? It's a story only Hollywood would write. I mean, it's, it, it, <laughs> It was going back and forth. It was as a fan, it was great to watch. Um, yeah, but he I think they knew he was gonna get a pen at the end. He didn't waste any time, but nonetheless, uh, you know, great performance. Yeah, yep. I think it pinned another kid that just pinned his way through the entire tournament. So four pins, yeah. not quite as quick as we'll be, but four pins still pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's insane. Brian says, let's go, Madison. Bray says, How about Jack Eddins pinning Drake Morrison? Uh, Jack being unranked and then making the finals out. You or uh, Brian, you talked about that uh, a little earlier in the show. Um, let's see. Zach says, amazing to see so many three and four timers, a ridiculous amount of highlights this year. Al, that's part of what you're working on as part of your state tournament recap. 
Yeah, I'll have all the, I'll have a lot of statistics. Uh, forgive me if I mess them up. Uh, there's a lot of data I'm going through, but yeah, I'm going to break thing down. You know, how many number one seeds actually place first, how many number twos, et cetera. But yeah, a lot of three timers and four timers. Uh, uh, it was great to watch. A lot of great accolades here. Yep, for sure. Uh, Chris Hunt, Brooke Hannabury, first year wrestler, took third. Shout out there. Billy and Chelsea, giving the shout out to Talia. Uh, who, of course, uh, knocked off Jolie Slider to win the state title there. Uh, Heather says 11th-seeded Twin Falls High School sophomore Nate Ramsdale placed fourth, another low seed achieving great things. Lacey says congrats to Bass Myers from Clearwater Valley, 195 champ. His sister Megan Myers took sixth at 138. Way to go, Clearwater Valley Rams. Uh, we had a couple of sibling uh, partnerships uh, competing here at State this weekend. Brian, uh, that was a fun topic we explored earlier in the season, right? What's the best yeah. sibling duo? Yeah, and I, I mean, were there any other brother and sister duos that placed this year? Brother, Side sister, that? not that I'm aware I, of. I can't think of any others. So that's somebody will tell us if we're wrong, but yeah, it's pretty impressive. Good work. That's so, great. So, um, Brandon, going back, I hear a lot of 15 seeds, 11 seeds. When I do my uh, recaps, if it says non-seed, it's anyone that wasn't seeded in the top eight. So yep. um, correct me, uh, Brian, When if you don't make the top eight seeds, are they randomly put in those spots? They are. They are. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes if they're 15 seed, it's like a random. If they were to go 15 seeds – that's that's where it would be, but some of those kids are randomly put there. So 15 seed, they could have easily been 12 seed, right? Based on just the extra kids, right, being thrown yep. in the bracket. Yeah, yeah, so for sure. See, either I'd way, be, it's uh, great achievement. It is. Uh, if yeah. I was a coach, that's a secret I'd keep under my hat. Did you see you got the 15 seed? They don't. <laughs> they don't believe in you, but I do. You know. <laughs> we have a lot of comments about these brothers. We. We had several brothers, the Masias brothers, Hamilton brothers, the brother and sister. We forgot Roxy and uh, Ryder Sheen from Buell. Yes, from Buell. So there, there were a couple. Yeah. I knew our fans would catch it for us. <laughs> yep. No doubt. I'll, I'll get to them here. The co I love this. The comments are piling up, guys. We may not explore any topics. They might just be. I, that, and I'm cool with that. Uh, Jacob, shout out to Jason Mara, four-time state champ. Jeremiah Gonzalez, two-time state champ. Carson Gooley, two-time state champ. Hudson Rogers, two-time state champ, all from Meridian. Al, you look at that list, and it's it's no secret why Meridian won their fourth consecutive title. You know, every kid you mentioned there's wrestling year-round. Uh, they're putting in the time and the work, and um, they, they bought into the process, the system. Uh, they've taken – every one of those kids have taken their lumps this year – uh, Jason is at a different level. Um, he's beaten some of the best in the country, but kudos to all of them. Yeah, pretty. I mean, that, that's they're reaching dynasty levels four in a row is, you know, it's just unprecedented at a 5A level. Uh, Rogers, another one of those. Mara, obviously, four time state champ. Rogers, I think, two pins, two techs, or, uh, you know, another just dominant tournament. Amazing team to watch. You know, I saw comments that Murray could have been the, the, Coach of the year. Absolutely. I think some of the coaches yeah. just look at, you know, he's, he's been there so long that you forget, you know, that's greatness. And so Peterson got it because, you know, the work he's doing moving Madison up, but it, it definitely pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. You know, you look at Mar, he came here his freshman year. He's from Bakersfield area. The kids he was wrestling with that I was tracking before I came here in that state, they have five guys, six guys going in division one. He was one of those guys. 
So he was surrounded by some great kids, even as a kid wrestling. That kid's been on a high trajectory from the beginning. So outstanding athlete, great student, great person. Yep. Iron sharpens iron for sure. Yep. Uh, Ray Jean Frank, shout out to Tyson Barnhart from Post Falls, 145, second state title, and got his 150th high school varsity win, another member of the 150 club. And now he was the subject of one of your hidden gems just a couple you know, of weeks ago. Great kid. He's a great student, um, has an interesting story. You know, he's motivated. Uh, you know, he's got some motivation. And uh, no, he's just a great, he's a quiet kid, but. Just when I talked to him, just an outstanding. He's gonna he, outside of wrestling, he's gonna do well in life. Just a real great kid, great family. Yep. Here's Matthew. Go New Plymouth Pilgrims. They all fought hard. Team scores didn't work out in their favor, but they came back to finish second, and that's mm -hmm. a great accomplishment. That's a great achievement for New Plymouth, definitely. Um, we were saying that they were going to be in the mix, so. And, and we will get to our preseason, you know, predictions here and we'll see who got the most right. We picked way back at the start of the season and we thought the team champs would be those picks winning the vault. And uh, I'll, I'll unveil those a little bit later on. Tiffany and Brian say, don't forget about Elise Twait with her second title for Meridian as well. Even she after solid. Yeah. Looks really good. Um, Mark says, congratulations to the Jerome Lady Tigers, five to state, three placers. That's great. Garrett. Minico did it again. Let's go. Hey, we talk about dynasties. Minico is now one, uh, three in a row, right? Yep. Yep. They're, they were they're strong. There. They're a strong team. Outstanding, outstanding program. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Ryan, uh, up north, Nez Purse, one for one with their state champ. Al, that's 100%. I don't know if anybody's going to beat that. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's math even I can do, and I'm, I'm not great at that. One over <laughs> one, man. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, Billy and Chelsea go Thunder Ridge wrestling. Proud to be part of this group. Uh, somebody finally toppled Eagle. It was the Thunder Ridge girls, Brian. We had talked about all year. Um, they were kind of the favorite we were looking at coming in. They were bringing the most competitors. Uh, they they ran away with it in the team. Yeah, race. yeah they, they dominated. I mean, they had what, two champions, uh, Anderson. Um, Super impressive run from them. Just a great team all around. And then the numbers to see what they do with their program and the way uh, Coach Webb there is, is built that up has been impressive. Yep. Yeah. Here's here's Miria Garcia, freshman Malia Garcia from New Plymouth 120, almost placed next year. That's that motivation that gets you through the offseason workouts, right? The chance to improve next year at State. Here's uh, Coach Snyder. Yep, Thunder Ridge girls looked mm -hmm. tough. No doubt about it. Uh, HA says, who loved seeing the girls heavyweight tossing her coaches after her championship? That got me ready for freestyle and Greco. And then Megan says, yes, Amy Hartman. That was awesome. Al, uh, she was also uh, your most recent uh, Hidden Gems profile, Amy Hartman. And she came through uh, 285 on the girls' side. Oh, no, no. She, she, she dominated the competition. I mean, she had some close matches in the first round, but then she just picked it up and – you know, she was hitting some good short carry moves. I mean, she did really well. Um, but, uh, no, she's got a trajectory. Sky's the limit with her if she's willing to uh, put the time in. I know she is. So, And, of course, uh, had her signature cowgirl hat. Oh, yeah, has all the signatures. In fact, I think that cowboy hat has a signature from every state except maybe a couple. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Another one that, you know, pinned her way through the finals. I think we had four girls that pinned their way through the finals. So that was 
some some dominance on the girls side for sure and amy was one of those definitely um tiffany and brian madison has it going in the right direction for sure great season they're a team to watch next year congrats lynn post falls medaled eight out of 19 we were talking about guys coming in you know what was post falls gonna have to do to try and topple meridian and and brian you kind of laid it out you said look they're gonna need to get the absolute most from all of their guys and they just they got off to kind of a slow start and dug a hole early and that kind of doomed them it, it did and I, you know meridian was so tough but you know having seguin back that was nice it, it you know uh trey smith having him back he was in the finals at second uh you know they 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 put up a good fight for sure just couldn't quite pull it out they probably needed about 13 and a couple more to win the finals to pull that out, but they, they give it a go. Yep. What was it about 60, 70 points? So, I mean, Meridian was just so dominant. Yeah. <laughs> it was Two, a tough year to compete. 273.5 for Meridian, 206.5 for post falls in second place. Jose, shout out to all the freshman guys and girls. Idaho wrestling is in good hands with these young guns. Yeah, no doubt about it. What Travis, we have three freshman girls and six freshman boys win it. Al, is that... You have that broke down. Yeah, yeah. three three freshman girls uh, won it. Um, there was one girl they said, Shauna, I think it was Shauna Anderson from uh, the East uh, area. They said she's a freshman. I think she's a sophomore. They I, I think so, too. I think yeah, so. I think we just had Olivia. Con so we had Olivia, Conrad, and Roxy Sheen were the three freshman girls, I think, to win it. Yeah. Yeah, so freshman that won it was, uh, let me see, Olivia Bezicek, Jerome, Kiana Conrad, and we had Roxy Sheen. Those are the three freshmen. They have Shauna Anderson from Thunder Ridge listed as a uh, freshman. I think she's a sophomore. Yeah, I think so, too. Please correct if it's wrong, because I think she took second last year. Yeah, And then the yep. six boys, we had Cole Younger of Grace, Hanson of Ryrie, Painter of Homedale, Crane, Bishop Kelly, Coons of Mountain Home, and Carson Leonard of Lakeland. So no 5A freshman freshman, or no 5A freshman state champs this year. Mm -hmm. So motivation for all those eighth graders coming up. <laughs> Be the next great one, right? That's right. Travis says, congrats to the Sandpoint Bulldogs, two girl placers, two guy placers. Um, here's Desiree American falls, outstanding showing five girls came four of them placed in the top four. Pretty, uh, remarkable. Um, here's one we haven't talked about yet, guys. Mike says, how about Mac Mogger, four-time state champ? He absolutely walked through his bracket. Nice work, Blackfoot. Al, yeah, this we're watching one of the all-time greats from Idaho um, competing here. No, he's a great person, great student. They have great family. Um, he's a hardware. He's put in the time. He's invested. Uh, it, it's There's no number compared to ours he's put into it, so... No, great. He made it. He made it. He wrestled hard this week and looked good. So thumbs yep. up. I'm proud of him. Yep. Definitely going to be considered one of the all time greats. I think as far as accolades go, he's, you know, outside of him and Ridge Lovett. I, I mean, Lovett uh, had the undefeated four years in high school, but, but Mogger was going down to California and seeking out that competition. I mean, in Idaho, I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure Mogger's undefeated in the state of Idaho in his four year yeah. career. Plus the number of Fargo titles uh you know him and ridge love it i think right now as far as accolades go probably the two greatest idaho wrestlers in the history of the state yeah because what love it's a 10-time fargo all-american i know uh mauger has five titles but maybe seven all-american honors there i have to go back and look yeah um but 
folk style three times. I mean, it's just phenomenal. So it is. really it's great. Amazing. Hey, going back, going back to the Sandpoint, I saw the 195 pounder Jordan Tyler from Sandpoint. He gave Preston uh, Sonar Craney all they can handle in the final. He's only a junior, both juniors, but Sandpoint's got a tough one coming up next year that will challenge for a state title. First time I got to watch him wrestle. Solid yeah, kid. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Crossed 100 wins earlier this season, did Jordan Tyler from Sandpoint. He's um, tough. I'm telling you, he's tough. So that should be a good rivalry again next year. Yeah. We talked about Troy Grizzle already, but it's it's always nice to see a fellow wrestler supporting. Here's Garrett Vale from Minico again. We need to give a shout out to Troy Grizzle. Broke his elbow warming up for the finals. I feel bad. He was a great wrestler. Yeah, thanks, Garrett. That I, that's going to mean a lot to him when he goes back and watches this, watching one of his peers saying, hey, I feel bad and, and great job, great season. Um, here's Allison Bowden Banta from South Fremont. 162 and eight career record as he just finished up his junior year. Another guy to keep an eye on next year, Al. Oh yeah. yeah. No, he's a solid kid. Um, was this his, um, what's his, this is his third title. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be going for his four state championship next year. So that's no solid kid. Great family. Talked to his dad all the time. Uh, yeah. Three times state champion, uh, incredible wrestler. So mm-hmm. you know, look forward to seeing him next year. He was our cover athlete for our 3A state wrestling preview, Bowden Banta from South Fremont as well. Um, okay. Uh, Lucky says, what about that Lucky Matt kid? First year wrestler that qualified for state, first ever to qualify from Lakeside. I don't know if it was the first ever, but I know it was the first time in a really long time. And we talked about him last week. Great name, great kid. Lucky Matt from Lakeside for sure. Yeah, that was fun. Um, okay, Anthony, shout out to our Fruitland wrestlers breaking the 3A points record with 318 points. Al, you and I were talking about this before we came on air tonight. The previous record was set by the Shelley Russets back when they were a 3A program in 2007. They scored 270.5. Uh, Fruitland not only broke the ceiling, they, they demolished it, Al. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the previous record was 309.5. So, um, we have to, I have to look at that. That's what I that that was my that's what I heard. So, uh, but either way, no, they had a great showing. In fact, they had multitude of second second teamers play. So, great performance on them. It was a, great to watch. Yeah, somebody could let us know in the chat. That's I'm going off of what the official IHSAA website had listed. But as we've said, you know, that's why we're trying to put a record book together as well because we want to make great program great staff uh met a lot of the parents and family great team so happy for them thumbs up yep in fact that'll be an easy one for me to jot down for the record book here fruitland 318 this year (laughs) yeah that's one one less thing i gotta worry about watching Uh, history yeah that's fun uh tiffany and brian jason mara 176 and eight in his high school career what a yeah. dominant career in those meat grinder weights yeah it yeah. is. That's, that's another one i don't know if any of those they would probably know if any of those eight losses were in state or if those are all at super 32 and doc b because he's it was the big player. it was the big big tournaments i think yeah probably, probably reno toc probably uh walsh ironman i think he went there i'm not sure but yeah it's the bigger tournaments yeah Here's Zach. Southeast Idaho had a great showing. Malad wins state 2A and gets the coach of the year. 
Grace wins the 1A banner, and not to mention American Falls deserves some love. They surprised a lot of people, and Lisa Googleman was the girls' coach of the year. Guys, I told you Grace was going to be in the mix for that 1A banner. You did tell us. <laughs> they got it, yeah. Tri-Valley just couldn't pull it off. I mean, you know, Grace did a great job for sure. You you called that. Yep, that was phenomenal for sure. Um, okay, um, let's talk about this. Uh, this was something that was – brought up a lot bray says how about that 4a 120 match got crazy <laughs> it got crazy for a couple of different reasons brian for those that maybe didn't get to see it or weren't you know monitoring it kind of give us the cliff notes version of what went down in this this epic 120 battle yeah i mean a crazy match uh saxon scott was up uh, over uh jackson freeman with i think they three to three to two and they went saxton on top with 20 seconds left Rode him for about four or five seconds, cut him loose. Uh, Freeman was shooting to the edge. Saxon Scott turned his butt to the center, back to the center, which wasn't stalling yet. Ref call. Then he started running once he got to the center. Basically, the ref called the first stall call at five seconds, and then a second stall call on a point with one second left on the clock. Um, I, I've never seen that. Um, you know, my, my opinion, being a ref watching thousands of matches, I've just never seen it. If you're going to call it that way, we need to tell the kids because that's coached. You know, you're up uh, a point with 10 seconds, no stall calls run. Um, so it went overtime and overtime. There's a controversial, uh, you know, takedown really, really close. Crotch lift doesn't stop it. Uh, Jackson Freeman was in on a double leg. Uh, would it been interesting? Would it ended different if he didn't call the two points so quick? Um, and, you know, like kind of let it settle what he ended up with the two not so controversial, possibly. Um, so some definite controversy, but the stall calls, I just don't think it should have been an overtime. Uh, I've just never seen that ever, but it was both kids should hold their heads up high. Jackson Freeman, I think just a sophomore, just an absolute hammer going to be back and it's going to be a fun rivalry to watch for sure. I agree. Yeah, it was, it was a little unusual to see it called there. I mean, I think coaches, uh, kind of almost coach their kids to, Hey, use a little bit of that clock. If you need to knowing that the likelihood of it co being called is low, right, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. I I've literally never seen that when there's 10 seconds left and you have zero stall calls to get, to get two and five seconds. I've never, ever seen it. And, and you see that every year at the state tournament, uh, Caldwell had a kid a few years ago, the same thing, uh, you know, that wasn't called. So unfortunate not the kid's fault um not the ref's fault it's a hard job i mean yeah. you know refs make mistakes but uh definitely wasn't on the kids and i i don't think it should have ever went over time yeah and it's just a snap in the moment thing right and you just what are yeah. you gonna do so all right here's lucky shout out boone julio for starting a program at lakeside and bringing three wrestlers to state for the first time ever greatest coach any sport at lakeside has seen Ooh, i don't that other sport i don't know james two teeth he might have something to say about that lucky um but he goes on to say boone julio deserves some credit for coming to the Coeur d'Alene tribe and turning all the wrestlers lives around i i say this al anytime you can start or restart a wrestling program and give more kids more opportunities to compete athletically that's a win for everybody no i agree you know I've, I've been here for four years and i have to say the quality of coaching from top of the panhandle all the way down to the south or the east is some of the best coaching i've seen around there's some incredible coaching going on in this state the, the average kid here has some great coaching so uh kudos to everyone putting in the time 
Yep. It was phenomenal for sure. Yep. Um, we were talking about Shauna Anderson. Yep. She is a sophomore returns and seals the deal. The top of the podium after being a state runner up her freshman year, Mia takes runner up. Gracie price is a freshman takes runner up as well as Ashley heavyweight. Fantastic work. Thunder ladies. That's that numbers, right? Brian. Yeah. They're going to be solid for years to come. I mean, three underclassmen. Taylor Brown is also just a sophomore. Thunder Ridge is going to be tough to beat the next few years for the girls. Yep. It's great to see. Great to see. And Rocky, Rocky Mountain, they weren't in the top four, but uh, they were in the top, I think, six or seven. But they're another team on the rise as well. Yep. So great to see. Yep. Keep an eye out for them for sure. Uh, okay. More comments rolling in here. Megan says, super tough senior class this year. Al, we've been talking about all these great freshmen, but man, we got some really good seniors walking, walking yeah. on the stage in the caps and gowns. Like I said, I've only been here for four years, but I have to say, correct me, Brian, if I'm wrong, this is probably one of the best senior junior classes with the state has. I mean, it's a phenomenal. It is. I, we talked about that one on a prior episode. I mean, I, my opinion, it's probably the best senior class we've ever seen. Not saying it's going to be the best we ever have, but it's super solid. Shout out to those freshmen that you mentioned before. These guys have been traveling together since, I mean, I've been traveling with them since they were in junior high. Just super impressive. Yeah, they bought into the – there's a system. They bought into it. And these kids – it didn't happen by accident. They put in thousands of hours, you know, so it's incredible. So yeah. I wish them the best in college as well. Really remarkable. Here's uh, Matthew. Shout out to Matty Hamilton for getting third at 5A106 the hard way and Damian Hamilton pinning his way to the finals and ultimately taking on the challenge that is Jason Mara. <laughs> yeah. Good work to the Hamilton brothers. You know, that's another one of those sibling pairs that pretty impressive what they're doing up there. Nice work, mm -hmm. guys. Yeah. Um, here's Cobra. That 2A138 bracket was stacked, and the first four seats were all upset. Al, this was a topsy-turvy bracket. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I that's, agree. That's, yeah, where you had Morris in number one, you know, goes down in the, the quarterfinals and that, that heartbreaking pin being up. I don't know what it was, 13 to two or something. when he Something got like that, yeah. And then you had the, the Tri-Valley kid, the three seed goes out in the quarters. I think they were all up, all four one seeds went out in the quarters. And, you know, Morrison comes back and takes third and, and the four seed, I think, came back and took fourth. So, you know, they all placed, but man, some up, uh, upsets there for sure. Fun bracket to watch. Had the crowd on its feet when that when that happened. I mean, that was probably one of the loudest roars of the tournament when you know Morris went down. And and like I said, that was one of the highlights to me is just the way that kid handled it because that's just heartbreaking. He's going for four state champion championship as a freshman up that big in the third periods and to get pinned. And and you know, good on the Grace kid for pulling it off. But uh, Morrison took that so well. I was just super impressed. Yeah, yeah, really phenomenal. Um, okay, let's see. Yeah, and Coach Niner kind of echoed those same thoughts. A lot of great seniors that are graduating. That it'll be fun to watch at the next level. Hudson Rogers, Jason Mara, Jaden Skellinger, Talon Eck, Shiloh Jones, etc. Um, for sure. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, Lewiston placed six out of thirteen wrestlers. That's right at fifty percent. That's awesome. Um, Forty-eight point five. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks. No, I'm Al. just giving you a hard time. Super, I don't know. Super computer. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> That's probably right. Al is. I don't know. I, I'm just in my head. Sorry. I'm Al. 
Al is the number cruncher of the of the group. Brian is the linguistics guy, very good at speaking, and uh, I'm just the facilitator. That's, that's how this goes. Uh, okay, here's Michael. How about Ryder Seguin going from a broken hand at Tri-State to three-time state champ? Trey Smith for a massive knee infection after Raleigh and almost pulled off the title. Mm-hmm. Lost the final 2-0. Uh, both those guys, late comebacks to the Post Falls lineup. It was great to see them compete. It was. It was great story for sure. Yeah. Um, way to go. Madison moving up this year. Natalie says and taking fourth, knocking off Middleton. We're coming for you. Nampa next year. Nampa took third, only 11 points away this year. Um, yeah. That'll be a good motivator in the off season for sure. Here's Callen. Shout out to Sawyer Houston for placing uh, fifth in the 98 pound bracket from Timberlake high school and Wyatt Carey from placing uh, second in one Oh six. Also from Timberlake. Um, how about, let's see. Brian says, no worries. These Idaho freshmen are fire. Bishop Kelly will have more coming in also from out of state. BK just simply prepares them for college. Um, yeah, Brian, there are always athletes that are transferring to Bishop Kelly because it is a private school. There's opportunities, right? That they can get there. Um, Hey, they're just using what they have to their advantage, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's right. They do a great job of preparing kids for college. I mean, like I said, in the finals to see, you know, the, the mat awareness of Martino and Skellinger to start looking for those bonus points with five matches, you know, they had the, they had a planned out and the, the kids were on board uh, college level stuff there for sure. Um, that was to me, one of the more fun, fun things at the tournament, just to see the awareness from the wrestlers and the coaches. And yep. he's right. They prepare for college and great team there. He's doing a great job, great staff, uh, great parents, family. I got to meet all the kids. Great. They did a great job. Yep. That's really fun for sure. Um, Okay. Uh, Cody says, thanks to all the coaches for helping grow the sport and future leaders, especially Al Fontes. Thanks, Al. There you go, Al. Appreciate it. It's for the kids, for the sport, brother. We're going to bring Idaho into the conversation. Yep. Uh, shout out to, uh, Kylan Aguera from Blackfoot moving on to wrestle collegiately and Blackfoot climbed up to third place as a team. Well, that was the big question coming in. Brian was which four a team, you know, after Minico and BK, you know, who was going to take third and, and Blackfoot comes through and does it. Yeah. They, they had a great show and Kylan personally had a great showing, you know, just mm-hmm. tried to hit a throw there in the finals and it didn't, didn't work out, but just a, a wonderful season. And that team, Mater Guerrera seniors led that team and, the, the whole team came through to pull that off because, you know, they were a dark horse coming in and they, they did it. Yeah. Good work to them. No, I mean, we had them as the teams to watch and those teams were all capable of being top three. I, what did they score? Like 125.5 points or something like that. Yeah. So, I so. I mean, they were right there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It was pretty remarkable for sure. Um, okay. Don says shout out to all the freshman state champions. We, we went through all of that. Uh, Kendra 3A126 ended up different than what was predicted. Crazy year, Al. That's why they call it state, right? You line them up and we can prognosticate all we want, but at the end of the day, right? You got to go out there wrestle. and compete. Yep. 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 Yeah. And that you know, it was a Pugsley. You had a freshman in the finals there against Packer. And, you know, good. It was fun to see Packer win his first title because uh, he's been right there every single year, third, second. Uh, so it was nice to see Packer get that. And it was pretty impressive from the Buell freshman Pugsley to make the finals there. Um, it, definitely some upsets on the way too. Yeah. On bracket. Yeah. Yep. Here's Al. 
your good friend X. Good state tournament. I watched this weekend. A lot of good competition. Shout out to Al. We'll talk later. You guys yeah, are brother, we'll be later. talking. One of the kids I've been mentoring for years. You know, uh, yeah, great guy. Yep, for sure. Uh, we talked about the Myers siblings from Clearwater Valley. Here's Melissa. Bass Myers, forced to be reckoned with. Megan Myers will be one to watch in the upcoming seasons as well. Um, Jeff, shout out to the 2A138 bracket, unseated and sixth seed wrestling for the championship. It was a chaos bracket for sure, Brian. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that one a little. I mean, yeah. one of the more fun brackets to watch, absolutely. Um, everybody upset, so. Yes, yeah. for sure. Okay, back Aikman won it, right, from American Falls? Uh, 3A? 2A138, Oh, right? 2A138. Okay, yeah. I thought you said 3A. Great. McLean tag from Priest River. Or Priest River? Yeah. Yeah, Priest River. Yep. Yep. Pretty yep. remarkable. Speaking of the 2As, Becky says, way to go, Kellogg High School. They ended up taking home third place. First state trophy for the program in 22 wow. years. Al, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. They worked hard and happy for them. Thumbs up. Yep. yep. Annie says it was great to see some college coaches at the state tournament scoping out potential talent. Idaho knows how to make them. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, here's Tom late to the party. Go Diamondback century. Shout out to my son, Mason Baumgartner fell short at districts and missed out going to state, but super proud of him and how hard he worked all season. And Al, that's a big motivator too, right? Those kids that just missed out on going to state. We talked about it uh, with uh, McGinnis from, from Mountain View, right? It can be a great motivator going into the next season. Hey, now this is my opportunity. I have to seize it. No, I mean, if you look at McGinnis's is history, he's had every reason. The average kid would have quit. He just kept moving forward. He believed in the process. He was patient, and it, it, it's paid off in the end uh, because, I mean, he's been surrounded by some of the best heavyweights in the country. You just have to believe in the process. So um, failure is part of that. So, but nonetheless, kudos to everyone that sustains. Yeah. Our greatest achievements come from our most spectacular failures sometimes for sure. Mm -hmm. Travis says Meridian's freshman class coming in is wild. Get ready for another four great years for sure. They had uh, seven freshmen, I believe, go to state. I yeah. think I have to go back and look at that. Yeah. So reload. That's crazy. Reload. Um, here is uh, Coach Jed Clark from South Fremont. Go Cougs. Yeah, yeah, didn't they take third? They did pull it off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They they did well. Yep. Hard fought for sure. Um, okay. I'm trying to scroll through some of these. Oh, here's another one for South Fremont. How many loved seeing Jackson Packer win his state title from South Fremont? Yep. That's great kid. Great cool. student. I wish him the best at Sioux Falls. Yep, for sure. Um, we were talking about Kellogg taking home third place, first trophy in 22 years. Becky says Kellogg medaled nine out of 17 to get that third place too, and they had one of their girls medal also. That's fantastic. Wow. Congratulations. Yep. Um, Tiffany and Brian, congrats to Claire Waite on a great season, getting her second title. Best of luck going forward at college. She's a great yep. one too. Yep, oh, going to yeah. be fun to watch. Yep. I'm excited for college next year. I mean – to see all these kids, we'll probably have a lot of red shirts, but it's going to be fun. Oh, yes. yeah, I agree. For sure. Um, here's one from John. How about Carter Balmforth having to beat Tregan Morin and Sean Hall just to meet Jake Castaneto in the finals? 4A132, hell of a bracket. Yeah, the Shelly Russ at Carter Balmforth. Nails. 
<laughs> yeah, he, he had an excellent tournament. Uh, yeah, obviously, Castaneda, Castaneda was a handful, but that's one of the brackets we called. You know, I think it's one of the brackets we picked out of, as, of those to watch, and it did not disappoint. I mean, Hall, Longford, no, Warren was a fun one. Yep, it was a fun one for sure. Uh, okay, uh, here's Coach Nider. We were talking about Mac Mogger a little earlier. The only way to beat Mac Mogger is when he sleeps, and then you only have a 50 50 chance. <laughs> <laughs> he's like old St. Nick. He sees you when, when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake. <laughs> yeah. Going back to teams, um, Nampa, you know, they took third, but out of 14 kids, they brought, they had eight guys play. So, you know, in their third for what they brought, they, they placed a major, a large percentage of their kids. So, uh, you know, we predicted they'd be in the top three. So just, uh, I think they had eight guys play. So another kudos to them. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun for sure. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, people are asking us to talk about Super State, and I will say that to the end of the show because we had somebody actually go through and make brackets and actually look pretty cool. It would be fun to just look at those for a second. Um, okay, yeah, Al, we were talking about the 3A state record for most points scored. Sometimes it takes the IHSAA a year or two to update their record books. Mm -hmm. South Fremont last year, 309.5. So that record lasted for... All of a year, <laughs> and then yeah. Fruitland came in. So that's what I was saying, three hundred nine point five. Yeah. So I was talking to some of the uh, some people today about that. So that's the number they gave me. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, here's here's one. You know, we were talking about especially at that at that four a one twenty right. There was fans uh, that were understandably upset. There were fans that were disappointed. Um, there was some booing that came down and here's a good reminder from Billy and Chelsea, uh, FYI, parents should not boo children ever. If you were part of booing, shame on you. Just saying, right. There's a decorum. We have to follow with these things. Yeah. It, it wasn't the kid's fault. You know, um, you know, it, it's too bad to see that. I look at wrestling as a big family friends on every side of that debate and, you know, be happy for the kids and sportsmanship. It, it, it that doesn't belong in wrestling too. They, you know, the kids don't know what you're booing, uh, whether it was the refereeing or whatever, there's just no place for it. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. Um, Amy says most of the top teams averaged a little over 11 points per wrestler, except BK. So it becomes a number of wrestlers, um, in, in the team competition. Yeah. Al, this is exactly what we talked about, right? Minico strength in numbers, BK really top heavy, the way BK did it is definitely the more difficult path to take. But if oh, you yeah. I mean, they had the most champions, but yeah, you have to have those seconds. I think about all the divisions. I think Minico had the most second teamers place. I could be wrong. I have to go back and look at those numbers. So, but no, they had a strong performance in their seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Matt, shout out to Cole Curran, four time 5A runner up. <laughs> man yeah, shout out that that is tough such a great wrestler i mean sometimes you just run up against those those all-time greats and that's kind of what cole curra did but great career hang his head high because that's pretty impressive yeah i hope he continues next level he's got a a good trajectory if he continues yeah uh kind of like the buffalo bills right they got four <laughs> years in a row to the super bowl couldn't quite yep. pull it off but we still remember those teams as being great so um okay uh here's mike saxton freed and now a state champ in black and orange that was of course the storyline all year um 
So we talked about 4A120 a little bit. Mindy says, I was wondering what happened there. So thanks for explaining what was going on. Of course. Um, glad to. Okay. Um, here's one. Shout out to Nielsen Glasscock from South Fremont, getting his state medal, taking third in the heavyweight 3A. He missed the podium last year in the blood round. And the previous two years never made that out of the consolation round. Great way to end his senior year, Al. It's that, it's that upward tra trajectory. Yeah, upper trajectory and just having faith in the process. Uh, to get to the top, you have to be willing to fail. So uh, failure is a great educator, and he he put it. He believed in the process. So kudos to yeah, his those, those South Fremont heavyweights kind of brought that third place trophy home at the end. You had you know Max Clark getting third, Glasscock getting third, and then the freshman out uh, one ninety five in the finals from South Fremont. Oh yeah, so pretty good upper weights there, and they. They brought the, the title home, the third place yep. trophy home. Yeah, that was a really hard uh, accomplishment for them. And, um, you know, their their little dynastic reign comes to an end, but um, they still have uh, a lot of uh, great, you know, things to be proud of uh, from state for sure. Um, here's one, uh, Jose, you know, we talked about that 4A120. Shout out to that young referee and the 4A120 match who had some tough calls to make. You have a tough job and there's no wrestling without you. You, sir are well appreciated. That's the other thing, right? We can't do this without all of our great officials. It's, it's a nationwide problem, not just in wrestling, but every sport. So we, you know, big thanks to all of our referees out there. I think yeah. they did a great job. I mean, overall, the, the, the officiating was, was pretty solid overall in the tournament. Yep. I completely agree. Um, how about this one? Uh, Tucker Bowen from Soda Spring sharing his spotlight with Lucas Hansen was such an amazing moment as well. What an incredible kid. And these are the stories that we love to hear from state, right? The off the mat, um, wins as it were. Um, okay. Uh, Cade, Brian is a ref. What's your thoughts about having some replay options in the finals? Some close calls that review could help. Uh, the controversy would be awesome to have all the time, but just isn't feasible. What do you think about this? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the finals, it would be feasible. Uh, you know, I, I agree it would be too tough in the tournament to bring it to every single round of the tournament. Um, but the finals, it, it wouldn't add that much to it. I mean, we're, we're waiting for the medals anyway. It's a four-hour final. I, I would really like to see, you know, maybe even the medal matches. I think you could do video replay each, you know, each match. There's a, the replay. I think coaches would adjust to it and not abuse it, I would hope. But there's just situations that you need it. Um, you know, at least maybe a protest rule. Uh, so a case like that 120 match that it doesn't happen. And I think it's feasible in a limited amount, maybe the finals, maybe the medal matches, but not the entire tournament. Al, what do you think about this? Maybe for the finals. If you did throughout the tournament, it, I, yeah, it would take it too much time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good, good food for thought for sure um kevin next year can we get a two-way rep for the chat <laughs> kevin that is a great uh question and the answer is yes uh if there's somebody out there we're looking for a couple of advocates all right if you are a diehard 2a 1a wrestling fan and you really know the sport in and out we want to talk to you send me an email brandon at idahosports.com we definitely need a smaller school advocate somebody that can really come on and and is informed and knows the the teams and knows the athletes we're looking for that we are also looking for a girls wrestling advocate somebody that is really plugged into what's happening in girls wrestling naturally for the three of us al is an assistant coach at rocky mountain high school which is a 5a brian 
of course, is, is really plugged into the 4A scene, especially in East Idaho. And, and so the three of us, you know, we're just three guys. We do our best to cover every inch of the state and every classification, but there's obviously some things that fall through the cracks. So if you are a girls wrestling um, super fan and you want to be an advocate on the show, Come on every week. Give a quick report on, on what's happening. We would love that. Same for the two-way. If you are interested, send an email, brandon at idahosports.com, because we can't do it alone, right? This is what makes it so great. All of the great knowledgeable fans out there, Brian. Yep, yep. I mean, we, we make mistakes all the time or we can't think of something, and there's always somebody in our audience that has it and posts it. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, um, Trying to run, I, I came from a one division state. Now you got five divisions. And when I was at state, I'm like, wow, look at that kid from up at Sandpoint. Look at that kid up at Bonners Ferry. Well, I didn't know that much about them. They're incredible. Having those advocates will only help um, enlighten us of what's going on. Yep. yep. For sure. Um, here's Raylene. Uh, congrats to Quincy Robinson taking third in girls 185. Fun to watch her grow from her sophomore to senior year also. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Um, let's see. Manny says, Con congrats to Zoe Ortiz on an awesome season. Are you going to let the cat out of the bag, Brian? <laughs> hey, we, we have another college signee here. She she was trying to hide it all season. She wouldn't tell me where she's signing. And Zoe is going to uh, Iowa Western. Oh, wow. This will continue her career. So congratulations, Zoe. You know, fell, fell just short, had a great tournament. That was one of those tough brackets we talked about. That 132 girls bracket was just stacked. She had a great tournament, and she's going to continue her career at Iowa Western. Congratulations. No, and I agree. I've been watching her. I've had an opportunity to talk to her a few uh, times. Great kid, great potential. Uh, I wish her the best. I think she could be an All-American in college several times. Yeah, she gives she gives it everything. She's always at extra practices. Pretty pretty amazing to watch her growth. Yep. Good For luck. Sure. Uh, Mandy says shout out to Mason Aiken, one thirty eight three A, and then Olivia says yeah, big shout out to the three A one thirty eight. It's my nephew's weight. Total intensity. He didn't medal, but he wrestled amazing. Of course, Teton wrestled absolutely awesome this weekend for sure um nick 185 bonner's very freshman girl uh taking second was impressive lebeau and blair both upset girls wrestling is getting intense yes it is that's why we're looking for a girl's advocate again you can send that to brandon at idahosports.com um here's a good one from sean kane uh he's our east idaho prep cast host here on idahosports.com talks all things east idaho sports Shout out to living legend Paul Chase on the PA Mike at State. It was fun to be there and watch. Al, it is, you know, if you haven't been to State over in, in Holt Arena in Pocatello or the ICCU Dome or the Mini Dome, whatever you call it, uh, it to me is an unmatched atmosphere. It's really cool. It was a great atmosphere. I mean, shout out. I talked to many parents, family, wrestlers. I had a good time. I love Idaho wrestling. I'm blessed to be here. Um, I look forward to the years to come. So uh, it's just a great, I call it a wrestling family. So um, no, it's, it's awesome. Great environment. And, and I think they, I think they fixed the uh, Holt arena. Looks like they put a new ceiling um, up there. It was a lot warmer, right, Brian? I yeah. mean, years past, yeah. it wasn't leaking it was. rain. So uh, <laughs> it was a little bit warmer in that arena, but uh, nonetheless, uh, great place. 
Yeah. yeah. Seats were more comfortable. It's a good yeah. place for a tournament. All and brand new seats, right? Yeah, it was rocking. That was fun. Yep, for sure. Um, okay, Becky also says, uh, how about that cute little national anthem singer for the finals? That's my best friend's kiddo, up and coming Kellogg wrestler and six-year-old superstar. Yeah, that was awesome. Was that the same kid that sang it at Raleigh Lane? I think so. Yeah, I sound like him. And, yeah. And Becky, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't didn't a young kid from Kellogg go sing the national anthem? I want to say it was like at the NFR. The yeah, national the same finals. kid. They, they announced that at the tournament when he was singing. When they introduced him, they said he had just been down to the NFR to sing the national anthem. So that was, you know, goosebumps when he sings that. It's, it's oh yeah, cool. that's great cool. job. Got, do it again. Bring him back. Yeah. We we got to do a story on that for IdahoSports.com. We'll 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 be in contact uh, for sure. That's such a cool story. Um, okay. There are a ton more comments here, giving more shout outs. I, we would be here until uh, midnight. I think if we went through all of them. So I, I do want to kind of wrap up in the next couple of minutes, guys. So let's tackle two big topics here, super state. And then also our season picks. Uh, we'll see, you know, what we got right, what we got wrong and who is the, the knowingest know-it-all here on the Matt chat. Breakfast. <laughs> It'll be a lot of fun. Let's start with super state discussion though. I saw, um, I saw Mr. Yeah, Brian Skellinger here. Chris Hunt, you're about to get 15 more minutes of fame because he's the one who drew up these hypothetical super state brackets. Now he has a caveat. Please don't attack Chris over the seating. The seating is by division. Give Chris some love for the super state brackets. Brian, this was something that Chris put together unsolicited. He just decided to do it for fun to see, you know, what super state would look like. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Here's, for example, and you can find these um on facebook um but this is like the 98 pound um bracket you know it took basically the top four from uh, all four divisions here and seeded them out wow yeah that that would be an amazing tournament to watch yeah. <laughs> is there what's 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 a weight you guys want to see you can you can see all these on facebook we don't have time to go through all of them but get al give me a weight you want to check out here 138 okay 138 uh Okay, Al. So right away, uh, a matchup I'm looking at right away, like five twelve. Wiley Stone from Eagle, Drake Morrison from Malad. Like mm -hmm. I'd love to see that. That'd be cool, right? That's. I mean, yeah. That's. I mean, I came from a one division state. That's what you see. Mega matches right away. Now that would be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Then Coulter Burton. I mean the. You got Shane Cyril right away would wrestle Colt Burton in round two, <laughs> hypothetically. Wow, that would be – and then Aikman and, and Coulter. Wow, that would be an incredible tournament. Yeah. It would be. Yep. Uh, Brian, you got to wait. You want to check out on this, the Super State? Uh, go 152. Okay. 152. How about this right away? E Eli Noah from Tri-Valley stepping up to the uh, ultimate Jason Ooh. Mara from Meridian. <laughs> wow yeah. wow yeah round two would be tough round round two would be really incredible it would be wow Shaw, martino mckenzie wow mara obviously yeah that that would be a lot of hamilton there i mean that fireworks for sure it's like fantasy okay. wrestling huh <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> let's make this happen right yeah oh my I, god That'd i thought it great. was 
Yeah, I thought it was cool. And I want to check out 120. I'm always interested in what's happening at 120. Ryder, uh, Saxon, Scott. Wow, look at that. Marcus Ailman, who's a stud. Freeman, who's a stud. <laughs> that first round match would be a battle. Mm-hmm. Bowden, wow. Yeah. And, and the 9-8, Gabe Muhlenberg from Glens Ferry. And Macias, Macias. stud. <laughs> Holy yeah. smoke. See, that's the thing. That's what it would be. Wow, it would be off the hook for sure. It'd be wow. cool. Uh, logistically, you know, there's still some things to figure out, right? Uh, where where do we put it on the calendar? Um, are are Idaho's wrestlers gonna want to, you know, s- strap it on one more time? I think they would, right? I think the inner competitor to prove you're the ultimate best would take over, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Lots of fun. We can dream. We can dream. Yep, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting for sure. Charles wants to know what percentage of the number one seeds actually won a state championship. This is a good plug for you, Al. Al's working on all this data right now. He is going to have a uh, basically a state tournament recap. He's going to go inside the numbers, break it all down for you. That'll be on the website middle of the week this week on idahosports.com. Yeah, I, I don't. I have the numbers. I'd say the, the highest percentile was the number one seeds. As you progress down to fourth, fifth, and sixth, the numbers are a lot lower to what they actually. Uh, for example, I think, uh, let me see, in the 3A, 13 of 15 number one seeds actually took first, 87%. So, and I think that's across the board for all the divisions. So, I'll have all that data um, next couple of days. Can't yeah. wait. <laughs> that's going to be so awesome. Yeah. yeah. If you're looking for some good reading, if I make a mistake, uh, fire me. <laughs> <laughs> How about just a pay cut? <laughs> that, I'll <Yeah>. take that. <laughs> it's all good. Yep. Okay. Well, let's get to, to wrap up the show guys way back on our first episode of the season. I put us all on the spot and made us make our official state champion predictions. And then I put it away in the vault and I said, let's revisit after state is done. And let's see who got what right and who got what wrong. So here's what I've got. I've got them, I've got them all written on sticky notes. I'm I'll just gonna oh, hold them up to the camera. All right, we'll, <laughs> we'll start with we'll start with 5A. Al and Brian both chose Meridian. Brandon took post falls. So that's a point each for Al and Brian. Okay. You say for me. 4A. Hey, guess what, guys? We all got it right. Al said Minico. Brian and I both said BK. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Same. <laughs> okay. So Brian and Al still leading with two for two. 3A. You guys did it again. Al and Brian each took Fruitland. I took Buell. I'm real good at picking second place finishing. <laughs> so far, 60%. Not bad. All right. And this is for all the marbles here. 2A. We didn't do girls, which was an oversight on my part. We should have. And we'll do that next year. 2A. Al took New Plymouth. Ah, Brian, oh, Brian yes. and me took Malad. So Brian is plain sweet. <laughs> so Brian, yeah, guys. You wanna you wanna go to Vegas with me and make some March Madness yeah. predictions? I, I don't think I'm that to do there. <laughs> it, those teams made it easy for us, right? But Pretty impressive. I think, you know, we're all either first or second through all the divisions. So, yeah. Yeah. Good work. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. It has been a fun season here on the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast. 
Al, I want to thank you for all of the work you do, not just on this show, but you're a coach. You also contribute so much great written content on our website, idahosports.com. Um, we got very lucky when you decided to retire up to Idaho. <laughs> we, we, we are, we are, you are way overqualified for us and we love it. I love being here. Thank you. Great, great wrestling, great families, great wrestlers. I'm blessed to be here. I couldn't ask for anything better. Brian as well. Thank you so much. You have been, uh, if you're, you're my, you're my go-to guy for history because you've been here, you lived through it. Hey, uh, what's the story here? What's the significance of this achievement? And you know, everybody, you're like the mayor of Idaho wrestling. I feel like, <laughs> you know, it's one big family and I appreciate Idaho sports covering the sport, everything that Al does and, and the people that turn in weekly. I mean, I literally consider all these guys that tune into the show, just, just family. And I, I love going to the tournaments and seeing, everybody there greatest sport in the world so thank you brandon for giving us the platform and idosports.com pretty pretty awesome of course and and that was my last thank you is to thank you to all of the wrestling diehards who tune in week in week out we have coaches we have athletes we have parents we just have fans that are tuning in and fans from even like outside of the state that al have have begun to go wow there's a lot of good stuff going on in idaho i should probably check this out um and I appreciate when I'm at the state turn, people come out to me, you know, give me updated data. Hey, you didn't, you know, you missed this. Here's what the, I appreciate that. You know, it's all about getting as accurate as possible. So I appreciate all their input, whether it's constructive criticism, positive, uh, you know, accolades. I appreciate it all. Uh, just want to get, uh, build a great product. Yep. And we, we, we do it for you, the fans. And like I say, we, we don't really host the show. You, the fans do you, you steer the conversation week in, week out. you show up every week with your questions and your shout outs. And that's why we do it is for you. Two more comments before we head out. Idaho wrestling news says Al is the only person from California. I'm happy moved to Idaho. <laughs> I love it here. I was meant to be in Idaho. Yep, for sure. And then Marcy, <laughs> you know, nationals in a few weeks. Can't wait to see who is showing up representing Idaho. That's right wrestling season never really truly stops it never um, ends al of course will have off-season content um as as he has time and as things come up and uh we will do probably occasional off-season matt chat prep cast right we're not going to go every week but you know when something significant or something big is happening we might all hop on and see if we can go for a week but you'll have to stay tuned um for all of that info but yeah uh, another season in the books gentlemen it's been a fun ride. Congratulations again to all of our young men and women who uh, went and competed at stake this past week, uh, hit the podium or just hit the mats to, to compete. It was a really fun time. So, so as they say, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, in the meantime, you know, stay plugged into idahosports.com and um, the Idaho wrestling news, Facebook page, two great resources there for everything that's going on in the state of Idaho. For one final time, for Al Fontes and Brian Zollinger, I'm Brandon Bainey. Thanks for tuning in to the Matt Chat Prepcast, everybody, on idahosports.com.